Hello, and welcome to season two of Lineage Speaks, the podcast. This season, we are featuring the book Prosperity Codes, How to Attune to and Attract Wealth and Abundance. I'm your host, Martelena Don Terpel. Today, sharing her chapter, we have Alice Marie Warren. Alice Marie Warren is a master healer and the go-to spiritual sidekick for high-level leaders. She helps high-achieving women that have created six- and seven-figure businesses to create safe spaces to rest, heal, and process their success. Alice Marie's work is rooted in her connection to Mary Magdalene to provide intuitive guidance, while her connection to Mother Gaia allows her to be the grounded spiritual confidant. Alice Marie is an executive chef in Chicago and lives in a cute, eclectic bungo with her artist husband, Spence, and their cat, Kramer. Chapter one, Alice Marie Gallagher Warren. The house of prosperity is built out of love. I'm going to start with a big vulnerable share, mostly because I need to put it down on paper and get the words out of my head. I don't feel like I belong here. I don't have any business sharing with you about prosperity. I don't feel qualified to help you recode your relationship with wealth or money. I began writing this chapter with many doubts and fears and all of the little voices in my head telling me I'm a fraud. And yet I showed up. I came here guided by Mary Magdalene, who's ready for me and for all of us to shed our limiting ideas and scope of what being wealthy, prosperous, and rich means for our lives. There, I said it. I'm 100% honest. I'm walking this journey with you. I haven't made it. I haven't found the secret. I'm at the beginning, just like you. And this chapter is a huge, very important step, diving deep into the medicine of our lives. Medicine, you ask? What do you mean? When I say medicine in this sense, I'm trying to evoke a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down vibe. But I'm talking about the nuggets of wisdom that are presented to us that help us heal, move forward, or understand. While I'm explaining things, let me also talk about codes. Codes are bits of ingrained memories, lessons, ideas, wisdoms, or understandings. In your mind, codes work a little bit like the matrix. You get tapped in, and for unexplained reasons, things just begin to make sense. Every cell in your body has codes, like DNA, that just explain them how to be. Wealth or prosperity codes work much in the same way. I also need you to know that there was a time before money and jobs and the masculine structure of wealth when everyone tapped into the idea of prosperity. This is what we are striving to get back to. The open flow of energetic wealth and the fountain of prosperity that is free to us all. So here we go. Let's examine my life and explore some of the ways prosperity has shown up quietly that I never allowed myself to recognize. 
All the times I overlooked things to keep myself small, kept myself feeling inadequate to fit in or to maintain the status quo. I told myself I was lucky instead of prosperous. I never considered that prosperity could be rewarding me for all of my hard work. Our lives, our memories, our past, this is our medicine. When we have a memory pop into our head, it's offering you the medicine of that moment. It's showing up to be healed or released or to heal you. So often we dismiss these memories as tricks of, of the mind. We miss the medicine of the moment. I'll be taking you on a memory journey through the moments of my life where the medicine of prosperity lives and is ready to be accessed. I invite you to do the same thing as you read this chapter. Let Mary Magdalene guide you through your life as well. Be a witness, take notes, allow the memories that surface for you as you walk this journey with me. You are not here by accident. So let this memory medicine flow through you. This is an active meditation of your life, of your own prosperity, of the wealth that is your birthright. My first memory, the place Mary has brought me to every time I begin to think about this book is my childhood home, a house quite literally built out of love. Its journey was a labor of love. Instead of allowing the house to be demolished, we bought it for a dollar. We moved it across the street on giant rollers, rehabbed it bit by bit, and restored it to its former glory. I loved our house, and it loved me right back. When I recall memories of this home, all are filled to the brim with love. I felt so alive and a deep soul wealth in those four walls. It wasn't just the energy of the house, but the love my family filled it with. Love is the thread of prosperity that leads you to being truly wealthy in a fully embodied sense. In recounting this memory, I heard a whisper. The house of prosperity is built out of love. I knew I had tapped into something when I heard that. As I reflect on how this makes me feel as an adult, I see the threads of love that have been woven throughout my life and all the places that love has been a source of prosperity. So I ask myself, what has embodied love given you? I invite you to ask yourself this too. Think about the first memories of this kind of love, how it has affected your life. Can you follow the threads? What power has love had in your life? Love has always been my resting place, the place I came back to and the foundation for all I do. Love is my rainbow, forever leading me to and connecting me to my endless pot of gold, the riches of life and the wellspring of joy. Love has always been the beginning, the middle and the end. I could go on for hours about the love that has fostered and grown in our house but we must keep moving forward. As I breathe deeply into where Mary is pointing me, I see myself once again inside our house as a young girl, age six, ringlets, a toothless smile, giant dimples, 
and an adventurous blue eyes. Sitting with our family friend and my fearless babysitter, Louie. Louie was a gentle man in his mid to late seventies with a round belly and a few hairs on his head. Round wire rimmed glasses and a kind spirit. The afternoons we spent together often ended in fits of pure, joyful laughter. One day I had a loose tooth. I was bound and determined to get that tooth out no matter the cost. So because I could talk Louie into just about anything, we started the process of tooth removal. First, I ate an apple and we laughed. Then we wiggled and wiggled and wiggled. Still, it didn't budge. So we laughed. Next, we tied a string to my tooth, tying the string to the door and closing it. I felt a jerk and still the tooth didn't budge. So we giggled and we dreamed up more ways to get that darn tooth out. We laughed about using pliers, throwing a baseball at my mouth, hitting it with a hammer. But I don't even remember if we got the tooth out that day. In the end, that wasn't the important part. The important part was how Louie made me feel, joyful and full of life. Do you remember when you first experienced pure joy? Can you live in that memory and feel the prosperity growing inside you? Can you feel yourself tapping into your birthright, knowing that the best things in life can't be bought? The best things in life must be felt and embodied. This wellspring of prosperity is where we are being led. Our wealth codes lie in the truest expression of our feelings. We are meant to be happy. We are meant to have wealth, to be prosperous. We were designed with the codes already in us, but somewhere along the way, we started reprogramming and undoing the codes. We started believing the lies created in fear that have driven us further and further away from our pure embodied expression of emotion. The walls built of lies about wealth have shifted the codes in us all as a collective. If we go where we are led, we can find the threads that lead us back. Now we have two threads, love and joy. Next up, Mary is showing me my high school art classroom. My teacher, Mr. Siska, and my art room bestie, Heather, and a giant canvas that became my first self-portrait. My face divided into quadrants, one hidden behind a mask, one like raw meat, one in darkness, and one as I actually look. Each one shows us a different part of how I show up in the world. It was on the canvas that I first truly learned to see myself, understood my intuition, and followed where it led me. It was in painting, it was in putting paint on the canvas that I began to transmute and move my own energy. I learned to put everything I was feeling into the painting, letting myself feel and moved 
Creation unlocked the door to my intuition, my knowing, and my belief in myself. I believe intuition is the basis of all belief systems. Intuition is the connection of all creation and the backbone of all wealth codes. When we follow our intuition and believe in endless possibilities, we attune to our unique prosperity codes. Here in our deep inner knowing, we feel the frequency that we must align with to attract the abundant, wealthy life that is waiting to be claimed. What is your relationship with your intuition or inner knowing? Do you listen to the nudges from deep inside your belly? Do you follow where it leads? Do you align with your intuition? This is another thread that Mary is highlighting to lead us back to our wellspring. But it's not just intuition, but the belief that comes with aligning with your intuition. If we believe we are meant to be wealthy, even if it doesn't make sense, because we trust that everything will work out for us, we are still attuning to that which is meant to be ours. As I sit here writing in the dark in a five-star hotel room with a pounding headache, I feel myself attuning to my codes. Mary is leading me to the hardest story for me to tell, the part of my journey that I've kept separate for so long. I realized I could no longer lead a double life. I realized I needed to merge the part of my life where I am an executive chef partner with the part where I am a high-level master healer. The two must become one. Unifying the masculine and feminine parts of ourselves is an important lesson to learn. I don't attune to my wealth codes without both halves. The story of the chef half of Alice Marie starts when I was young, maybe six. I was making soup with my mom and my family on Christmas Eve. We were making what is still my favorite soup, a hearty tomato broth seasoned with dried basil, ground beef, mirepoix, and barley. It tastes and smells like home. It's a simple recipe and every ingredient is essential. I was tasked with cutting the onions. My grandfather hated onions. So when he asked, are there onions in the soup? My mom responded, nope, hoping we had cut them small enough that he wouldn't notice. I was surprised. I chimed in, beaming. Yes, there are. I cut them myself. My grandfather grimaced and pushed his soup away as everyone at the table looked at each other in disbelief. I was smart enough to remember my contribution, but too young to understand the implications. Mary is reminding me of this specific memory because it combines the disparate parts of my codes, the love of cooking and the joy of innocence and the intuition of my inner voice. The love of cooking led me to becoming a chef. I care deeply about the ingredients and infuse them with love. My chef self is guided by my feminine energy, but I can lean heavily into my masculine side. We are taught that you must work hard 70 hours a week and sometimes more. As a woman, 
you are told that you have to work even harder. Need hours covered? I got you. Need someone to come in early? Sure, no problem. To be honest, I started doing it without even being asked, and then it became my normal. I feel like I'll always have something to prove, so I do more. On top of that, I'm fat. So I work even harder to compensate. I make all the jokes about my body and feel shame about everything I put in my mouth. All of this makes me feel the need to work even harder. In this, many times, I lost the love, I lacked the joy, and I stopped believing things would change. So I sought a pilgrimage to rediscover my feminine guidance. I realized that I had deep-seated belief that cooking kept me from my purpose, from flowing. I believed that restaurant life led me deep into my masculine energy and far away from my feminine parts I was willing to leave behind because of my bodily shame. However, as I type, I'm realizing that being a chef is what allowed me to live my purpose every single day, healing the collective one plate at a time. Mary is highlighting that I am not just a chef. And this is the hardest part for me to say. I'm an executive chef and part owner of a growing restaurant group. Not long ago, I ran into a former chef in his Las Vegas restaurant, and he asked what I was up to these days. All I said was, I work in a restaurant. As we walked away, my husband asked me why I said it like that. I didn't have a good answer. Do I need to remind you or myself that I was already a partner? I'd already been running my own kitchen. I told myself I was being shy, but honestly, I was playing small because my expansiveness has always scared people. And so I let it scare me too. My bottomless pot of gold at the end of the rainbow scares me because we have been so deeply coated with the fear about wealth. We've been tricked. We've been lied to over and over again. We've been told that money is the only thing that makes you wealthy, abundant, and or prosperous. But to come full circle, we have forgotten that there was a time before money existed, a time when the feminine and masculine lived in harmony, when we were deeply attuned to our bodies, a time when we believed that we could rise together, a time when we acted out of love, believing that living in a state of joy was the only way. Mary is bringing me into this now, right here in this moment. She is encouraging me to spend a bit of time acknowledging where I am and showing up for my fully embodied self to witness my accomplishments. This is another thread of the journey, seeing our prosperity, our abundance, our wealth in this very moment. I am currently writing these words in my third co-authored book, and my first two books were international bestsellers. In the recesses of my brain, I am simultaneously writing the words to another book and a column in an online magazine. At the same time, I am running a kitchen, creating my healing business, 
living and loving in a thriving marriage and creating a deep connection with Mary Magdalene as she helps me create space and accept what is being asked of me. I'm showing up and changing the vibration of the world. My path is a constant reminder that we can have the life we desire one step at a time. The final thread is seeing, honoring, and acknowledging the success. Do you accept and acknowledge your success? Is your success a comfortable place for you? Do you share it with others? Do you celebrate? Do you give your success gratitude? This is the thread of prosperity that we must weave into our lives to truly embody and hold the vibration of our wealth codes. It is in celebration and gratitude for what we have that we attune to and open the door to fully receiving our abundance. While setting up everything to write this chapter, I scheduled a call with a mentor I truly admire. The timing was divine and I was trying to find a way to close out this chapter. Her words were exactly what I needed to hear. They went like this. When you're doing so many things right, why are you focusing on the thing that feels like you're doing wrong? That is the key. Focus on the success that's already in your life, on the abundance you can see, on the prosperity you do have. The wealth already exists inside you. The prosperity key is ridding yourself of lack, fear, and playing small. It will not be easy, but it will be worth it. Let the love in, feel the joy, believe completely. Embrace your feminine and masculine energy and acknowledge your accomplishments. Weave the threads we explored and you will be well on your way to recoding your wealth. You will be living into the prosperity you already possess. Now everything you desire is already yours because it all lives inside you. Let your intuition guide you, breathe, and repeat. Prosperity is built out of love. Breathe. Abundance is rooted in your belief. Breathe. Acknowledge and celebrate your success. Breathe. Everything lives inside you. Breathe and receive. In this moment, you are attuning and aligning to your wealth codes, hand on heart, and breathe. Thank you for listening. Prosperity Codes is available on Amazon.com, and all proceeds go to elamugirls.com, a nonprofit helping women in Kenya escape poverty, sex tourism, and genital mutilation by teaching them to sew and giving them a choice, a voice, and a bank account. Please subscribe, rate, and review us if our stories help you on your journey. Follow us on Instagram at Lineage Speaks the Podcast. Until the next episode, honor the light within you and let it guide your way on.